0: Welcome to the Next Step Business Podcast. I'm Bob Camp, your host. For each podcast, I'm inviting successful business leaders to discuss strategy, execution, high-performing teams, innovation, and more. Join us to learn more about getting the business you want and living life on your terms. Working with leaders and their teams are some common practices and disciplines that have been found in those who are the best at making change, making it faster, and making it sustainable. Now, as is as often said out there, you may find much of this as common sense, but is it common practice? So I'd like to share what has been observed from the leaders and organizations that are getting the best results and getting them faster. Number one, they have a plan. Number two, other teams are aligned and committed to the plan. Three, they measure outcomes and progress. And they have regular scheduled meetings dedicated to the change initiatives. And they also review, reflect, and refine their plans on a regular basis. So let's break that down into a little bit more detail. First, they have a plan. Now, any change that is important has a desired outcomes, and outcomes that are generic, like improved sales or improved quality or improved profits, rarely deliver significant or sustainable results. It's essential to be specific. For you and everyone to know exactly what you want, you need explicit goals. Use the SMART goals as a good model. SMART being, for those people who aren't familiar with SMART goals, S stands for specific, M is for measurable, A is attainable, R is relevant, and T is time-bound. So we want to get very specific about what it is that we want to achieve. And we need to be specific to the point that we can actually measure. We want to measure the outcomes that we're looking for and we also want to measure the process or progress that we have with the project. Then it needs to be attainable. It needs to be within reach. I mean, it could be a stretch goal, but it still needs to be attainable because your team needs to buy into it ultimately as you do to say we can actually achieve this. And then it needs to be relevant. How is it relevant to your, to your business? Does it line up with your vision and mission and and the, the health of your business or your marketplace or whatever you're trying to achieve? And it's time bound. We define the you know success by actually getting it done, so it needs to be time bound. Now, just a nugget here. Nugget number one: in the vast majority of situations, the outcome is more important than maybe how you think it should happen. There are exceptions, but really, getting your teams buy in and motivated will benefit from their input, and also giving them some latitude to how things get done. If the end result is the outcome that you're looking for, there's always multiple ways to skin the cat, as they say. Let's find different ways to do it, but let's find ways that can get us there with the outcomes we're looking for and doing it in the most efficient, most effective way that we can as a team, and that starts with getting the team on board. And that leads directly to getting the team aligned and committed to the, the change plan. Really important here is that it's about defining, if this is a strategic plan for your company, it's about lining up your vision and mission, but also really getting descriptive about what this outcome is going to do or how it supports your vision and mission. Or if you're in a turnaround of a business, may, how do you save the business? It's really important to, that everybody sees and hears and and relates to how this is going to possibly affect their future, your future, the business's future. Nugget number two, just want to take a moment and talk about values. Values become critical when you're trying to get your team aligned and committed to a a change or a plan. And in establishing values with your team or revisiting those values and talking through them, making sure that everybody understands how important values are, you're really building a culture towards building high-performing teams, and it starts with values. Values are really critical in any business. Next, we want to measure progress. And in progress, we really want to measure the things that are important. And so the key is progress can be measured in two ways. One is the desired outcomes. Are we getting the outcomes that we're looking for from this effort that we're doing? Second is, are we making progress on the project milestones? So as an example... Every initiative, every change initiative probably has some key steps that needs to be done, whether it's major outcomes that we're looking for or steps along the project that need to be done before we can get to the next step. Next is budget, and what we want to measure is financial. What what do we allocate Uh, to this project and, and how are we doing against those allocations as far as financial budgets, investments, equipment, whatever it might be, as well as human capital. How much time and energy are we putting into this? So we want to measure those things because we want to learn as a business, what's it really cost for us to make a change? And are we doing a good job of estimating how much effort it takes? Then the third is timeline. And from a timeline, we want to take a look at it from a, in general a percent complete but also to be able to check off key milestones we want to know that you know we have these six milestones to complete this so we completed one we completed two or you know we're just simply looking at you know it we're uh, about 25% complete or 50% complete we're about halfway there nugget number 3 be transparent and open not every plan goes according to plan So measuring what you expect leads to building high-performing teams, but you'll need to know where you need to make some corrections or maybe who needs some more guidance. You're going to start learning more about your team and about yourselves as you go through this process. So measuring becomes an important part of saying, am I getting a good grade or do I need to work on my grades? It's really important to have dedicated progress meetings. I'm not an advocate for more meetings, but if this is that important to your business, it needs your dedicated focus or your team's dedicated focus. So integrating it into another one of your regular meetings because everyone is there simply loses focus. We've found that having 15- to 20-minute progress reviews once every two weeks is very effective. Nugget number four, if you follow the two-week cadence, people have time to make progress. And you're never more than two weeks from knowing whether the project is on time, on budget, you know, according to expectations, or starting to fall short. One of the most important things to do through this process is to learn as an organization. You know, learn about, you know, your capabilities and what you can do. So this element of review, reflect, and refine is, is really essential for high performing teams. There are many questions of why it's important to have the disciplines, but here are what we've found to be most important. Number 1, something may have changed about what you know in your environment or your business that may change or refine the outcome or goal that you've defined. Number 2, you get to learn as individuals and as a team about your abilities or disciplines to execute or are you falling short against your goals? Number three, maybe you've underestimated how much effort or how long it would take. I mean, after all, this maybe is your first time going through this. Maybe you don't have the talent or skills that you need. But if this is the first time going through this change or this type of change, what have you learned out of this? Nugget number five, work in 90-day cycles. If you have a large change that may take a year or more, break it down into 90-day measurable chunks. There's a lot of science out there, and we've seen it from our experience, that 90-day cycles are very effective and facilitate faster progress. And it's more sustainable. Again, smaller changes more frequently actually deliver bigger results for companies than trying to do massive big changes all at once. Because usually massive big changes get a lot of resistance, and if you don't make it, it becomes demoralizing at some point. As an example, you set a goal to achieve something by the end of the year, Well, it tends to get pushed out. So shrink it, get less done maybe, but get it done in 90 days and keep things moving forward so people are working on it now, not in the last quarter of the year. I hope this is helpful in some way. And again, remember that common sense isn't necessarily common practice. Hi, this is Bob Camp with the Next Step Business Podcast.